Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply and we are back welcome back everybody thank you for for sticking with me in the live uh, uh, in the live show, and thank you for uh, downloading part two. If you've done that, I, I appreciate the uh, support. Uh, let's see, here's uh, one from. I'm going to take care of some comments while I have the chance before I get on to my next topic. Here's one from Thomas Ellie, BTS Steelers Radio. I guess that's me. I personally don't see Ben Roethlisberger going anywhere in the near future. Although some people are still telling me he's done. Pittsburgh Steelers, Steeler Nation, hashtag. Yeah, I well, I, I think the, a lot of it is people react to the last thing that they see, right? Or the last thing, thing that they saw. And, you know, when the Steelers were 11-0 and, and Ben looked like an MVP candidate, people were all on board with him, or at least mostly, they mostly were. But, you know, they're reacting to that 1-5 finish. I don't really consider 1-5, I, 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 more like 1-4. That game against Cleveland, in week 17, when they were resting people, I don't count that game. I mean, I, I really don't. I know it counts in the standings, but they lost four out of the last five guy, games that meant anything. So people are reacting to that. So, you know, they got rid of Fickner, but that's not enough. Now people want, want them to move on from Ben. But uh, I, I don't I, – I, 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 as I said last week, or maybe I didn't talk about this last week. I thought about this last week. I, don't, I can't remember if I, if I talked about it on, on the podcast, but – I'm interested to see how Ben reacts to a, a normal off season of, of workouts and, and, and getting his body ready for, for an, an upcoming season. And instead of, you know, him, you know, doing strenuous re- rehab and maybe doing things they normally wouldn't do in the off season because he's, he's uh, rehabbing from a major uh, uh, surgery, a major injury. 
So uh, maybe in, in that regard, maybe if he has a normal off season with, you know, OTAs as normal as they can be nowadays and, and a mini camp and, and a full training camp at, at, at St. Vincent, maybe they'll have it at St. Vincent this year. Maybe that's, you know, enough to get him back to his, his old self. And maybe he, he starts feeling like his old self again. I think people have to, have to remember, you know, you're coming off a major, major surgery, you know, perhaps it takes you a little longer than you think to, to get back to hundred percent or get back to your old form. And by the way, and I was reading a lot of comments today on, on the site. Uh, I think it was Dave Schofield's article about uh, the Steelers and, and, and how, may, how, how they may go about restructuring deals and in the future. And, and a lot of people and just keep, keep referring to Ben as having a lack of dedication and being this beer swigging 250 pound quarterback who doesn't care. The guy got himself into the greatest shape that he's been in probably over a decade last offseason. I mean, people, you, did you forget that already? Already you're, you're falling back into these old narratives because because you're angry how the season ended. He got himself into the best shape probably since he was in his late 20s, maybe even before that last offseason. So the question is dedication after that, I think, is uh, is a bit unfair. So if he just, if he decides that he's going to come back next year, which I think he, he he's – probably 80, 20 that he is going to come back, then he's going to get himself into the, into the best shape possible, just like he did last year. Why, why wouldn't he? I mean, if he wants it bad enough, then he's going to try to, you know, you saw those tears on the sideline at the end of that Cleveland wildcard game. The guy clearly cares. Maybe he cares now more than he ever did. Maybe he took it for granted when he was in his twenties winning Super Bowls. Whereas now, you know, at the age of almost 39, he realizes how hard it is to, to 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 compete and get back get back to a Super Bowl and, and win a title. So now maybe uh, he, he doesn't take those things for granted anymore, and, and he's going to work to get himself into the best shape possible. And he sees other examples of guys that are older than him, guys like Drew Brees and of course Tom Brady, who are in their forties and, and they're still in great shape. And at least in Brady's case, he's still having great success. So uh, the whole thing about, about Ben not being dedicated. I mean, that was, that seemed to disappear when they were uh, in the middle of their 11 game uh, winning streak. But now all of a sudden it's back again because he struggled down the stretch and he's, you know, people point to him taking uh, Wednesdays off. Like that really matters all that much. You know, I, <coughs> excuse me. I think that stuff's all overblown. You know, I, I, a guy who's played as many football games as him, I don't think skipping a having a, a Veterans Day off in the middle of the week is going to affect his game. I just don't. It's just me. But that brings me to my last topic before I start taking some questions, and it has to do again with 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 Art the Second and and that Dave Schofield article I, I referenced and 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 how uh, Art Rooney said that he's going, the team might have to look into how they structure contracts and restructure contracts in the future. And uh, that didn't really, didn't really surprise me because I, I think they were in a pretty unique situation uh, when they started doing that in, in the, I guess the late two thousands, early 2010s. I mean, that was their, their second best uh, era in, in franchise history. They went to, three Super Bowls in six years and how many, however many AFC championship games, they were a solid, legit juggernaut, right? They were a juggernaut. So, you know, 
in the salary cap era, they never had to uh, to deal with, with with these kind of contracts. You know, uh, up be, you know, be, before uh, Ben came along and before they started having success like that, you know, they would they would uh, more than, more often than not let players uh, reach the final year of the rookie deals and 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 let them leave, and they would they would replenish through the draft. Well, once you started having the kind of success that they did, and and, and you know, the support grows and I think the, the, the fan support grew even more during that, that um, second Super Bowl era than, than, than it did during the seventies, because, you know, you have social media and you have uh, you're, you're aware that it's not just Steeler nation, it's, it's Steeler universe and, and it's a worldwide team and uh, they're followed everywhere as, you know, Mark Davidson and Maddie Pepperall are great examples of they, they, they're huge diehard fans over in Australia, you know? So I thought, I think they, they, they changed their philosophy and they wanted to keep that team together as, as long as, as they could. So, you know, you, you would sign maybe, maybe a decade or so earlier, maybe you don't sign a James Harrison to a, a the kind of deal that they did or a Lamar Woodley or, 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 or a, a Palomalu or players like that. You know, um, you know, if, if you want to compare Palomalu to another all time great, Rob Woodson, uh, they kind of let him walk after Super Bowl 30 a, a year later when he went into free agency, and and, and that was it. Uh, Dan Rooney said it was one of the biggest regrets of his uh, of his career letting Rob Woodson go. Well, you know, maybe they didn't want to make that same mistake with uh, Paul Amalu or Nike Taylor, who they also signed to a pretty lucrative deal for him anyway for his level of play. So, you know, and they had a franchise quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. You know, when you have a guy like that in your organization, you want to try to keep that team, your team, as as strong and competitive as possible. So maybe you go, you you um, you kick the can down the road, and and you you sign players to deals that maybe you you wouldn't have in the past. But once Ben does uh, move on, they, maybe they go back to their old philosophy of of letting players walk after free agency and not getting saddled with with huge uh, contracts and, 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 you know, big, uh, you know, all this guaranteed, excuse me, all this guaranteed money. And, and, and maybe you try to, you continue to try to replenish through the draft. So I'm not surprised that, that art the second said that they might have to change the way they, they, they structure deals in the future. Cause I always expected that they would anyway, or suspected that they would once uh, Ben finally does move on. So those are my, my uh topics for tonight and i will take some time and and uh answer some questions and and highlight some comments so let's see what you guys have here's one from logan de lorenzo if you have a rookie quarterback tj's contract meaning tj what won't be bad yeah well they're, they're supposed to i think starting in 2022 they're gonna have a lot more calf space course there'll be a lot, a lot less players under contract too. They're going to have to get a lot of players under, under contract, you know, to, to fill out the 53 man roster, but you're right. Uh, if they have a rookie contract, then, you know, a player like Watt and what he's going to come in, which I think is going to be along the lines of what, what Aaron Donald got, which I think is around 125 million over five years. It won't be so bad. And, you know, the conventional wisdom now is that, that your best time to win Super Bowls is when, your rookie, your quarterback's on his rookie deal because you don't have to pay out that uh, the, the 
kind of money that, that he's going to want in the second and third contracts we, we, we've seen with Ben, you know, and you know, the, the chiefs, they're, they're still kind of in that rookie phase with Patrick Mahomes, even though they, they, they gave me a, a mega deal last year, but once he gets into the meat of that deal, the heart of that deal, uh, things might be different for him and for them as far as uh, being competitive and, and being able to, to compete for a Super Bowl. So you might be right. Here's one from Bill Davis, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are both playing in the Super Bowl. They are, but it really, that stuff doesn't bother me that much. I, I know I know a lot of people were, were upset about that, but I think if they were both major players for their teams and they were difference makers, then maybe I'd be like, oh man, that sucks. But I mean, these, these you know, they're bit players. I don't even, I'm not even sure if either one of those guys will even play in the game. So, you know, if they win, whoever wins, winds up winning the, the ring, I mean, good for them. You know, they both had nice careers, especially Brown. Maybe they deserve to go out with a, a ring and, and, but they didn't, you know, them winning it this way isn't nearly as, as, um, infuriating as it would be, you know, say if Brown went to, you know, how he forced his way out of, out of Pittsburgh two years ago, if he would have won it with the Raiders and Derek Carr, you know, who he, he claimed to, he showed a lot of love too early on before you're turning his back on him and the organization before training camp was even over. So I think it, that that would be more infuriating than the way it is now, the way I look at it now, these guys are, are extras in a movie. Whereas big somebody like Big Ben, you know, they had they all the three of them had their uh, their issues with each other. So it's like it's like a, a, a saga between the three of them. Big Ben's more like that that uh, a list actor that missed out on a big part, but he still gets to be an a list actor. Whereas these guys, even if they win a ring, you know, is it going to be satisfying to them? Probably not because they didn't get to do it when they were they they didn't get to they weren't major players in helping their team win. So I I, I don't really care about all that. Here's one from Brad Frank Cooker. Crooker. Ben chokes in the playoffs. Bradshaw was just money in the playoffs. Well, you know, Bradshaw, uh, I did a uh, a retro show with with, uh, with Brian Anthony Davis. Uh, I think the last one we did, Super Bowl 13. He won MVP of that game, uh, but he turned the ball over three times in, in the first, I think, 20 minutes of the game, and, and two of them led to touchdowns for the Cowboys. So, you know, I think people focus on, on, uh, uh, on Ben choking in the playoffs, but he didn't choke in Super Bowl 43. I mean, is that a, was that, was that a choke? Did he choke against the Ravens when he led Pittsburgh back, uh, from what they were down 21, seven in that divisional round game, uh, when they were on their way to Super Bowl 45, did he choke then? Uh, did he choke against the Bengals a few years ago in that, uh, wild card game when he, when he, I mean, he had help from Vontaze Perfect, don't get me wrong, and, and Pac-Man Jones, but he he uh, he led them, you know, most of the way down the, down the field for a game-winning field goal with a, uh, a a bad shoulder. So the whole Ben Chooks in the playoff thing, I, I you know, he's he's taken him to three Super Bowls. I mean, I, I don't know how you can choke in the playoffs if you do that. I think that's just a a bunch of BS. You know, Bradshaw was great, but you know, he he also had his struggles. Let's not pretend that he carried the Pittsburgh Steelers to four Super Bowls. He had a lot of help, as did Ben. So let's not let's not go there. Bradshaw was never never shy about turning the football over, and, and even in big games. He could he could make big plays in big games, but he also turned the ball over in big games too. 
Here's a uh, super chat that I missed for $4.99 from Afghani Crosby. I love that name. I wonder what he means by that. Anyway, he says uh, Ben Roethlisberger went 33 and 10 a year after major elbow surgery. He, he, of course, means he threw 33 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. And that's right. That's why I'm not ready to give up on him just yet. We don't know how much of his struggles last year had to do with fatigue on his part or the line and, and the struggles with the offensive line or the offensive coordinator. Uh, so we might get to find out about all of that this offseason. You know, they promoted Matt Canada to coordinator. They're going to obviously try to retool the line, and we're going to see how Ben responds to a, uh, a normal offseason after uh, coming back from major elbow surgery. So he still had a really good year, and people forget that he was a uh, MVP candidate, at least in our minds, at one point in the season. Uh, I'm not – ready to write him off yet just because of how the season uh, finished out. Here's one from no one, you know, well, I don't really know anybody, but other than your live chat personas, but, but that's a great name. I'd say the team chokes in the playoffs, not Ben again, though. I, I hate to say that. I hate to use the word choke in the playoffs because it, that implies that, that, that these guys just mentally don't, don't have what it takes to get the job done. And I think, more often than not, what happens is they just don't have what it takes from a talent standpoint to get the job done. And, and the other team was just better than them. You know, it, it's, it's a lot easier to say a team choked. You know, it's an intangible. It's uh, used that as an excuse than it is to say, well, the other team was just better. Like the, the, that 2017 Jaguars team that actually beat up the Steelers twice. You know, uh, they beat them up in the, in the regular season. All right, people are like, all right. And then it happens again in the playoffs and people are like, what? Well, they overlooked them. No, it was just a bad matchup. And I think, you know, I, I wouldn't say these guys choke in the playoffs. I think they just, they just haven't had the, uh, the team to, to get it done uh, over the last decade overall. And, and that happens, you know, it happens to, to, it's not easy to, to, unless you're Tom Brady, it's not easy to get to the Super Bowl. I think history bears that out. Here's one from Guy Rowe. How many first-round picks did the Steelers use on the quarter between Ben, between Bradshaw and Ben? Well, they drafted Mark Malone in 1980 uh, when, when Bradshaw was still here, right after their fourth Super Bowl. Uh, but other than him, and they should have known he wasn't the answer by 83 because uh, 83 was his what? 80, 81, 82. It was his fourth year in the league, and that was the year that Bradshaw was having trouble coming back from, from his major elbow surgery in the offseason. And Mark Malone couldn't even beat out Cliff Stout for that for the starting job that year, 1983. So they should have known uh, that he wasn't the answer, but they held on to him for no another five years. And really, they didn't invest in the uh, quarterback position uh, that, that strongly between Bradshaw and Ben. I mean, uh, obviously, other than, other than Malone. I, I, kinda, I think I misunderstood your question a little bit. You said between Bradshaw and Ben, how many first-round quarterbacks? None. None. I mean, they, they tried their hand with Bubby Brister, obviously Malone. I mentioned Neil O'Donnell, and and they were they were s s some were better than others. I think uh, Neil O'Donnell gets gets uh, criticized far too much because of, of what happened in Super Bowl Thirty, and fans are never going to forget that. But he was a nice quarterback when he was here. Cordell had his moments. You know, you look at, he took him to two AFC title games. Uh, Tommy Maddox had a nice run, but they didn't really invest in the quarterback position in the first round from the time Bradshaw retired until they, they, they did so with Big Ben. 
And as, as I've said a few times in the past, I don't think they're going to make that mistake again. I think when Ben does retire, whether it's in the next week or, or in, a, in a year or two, they're going to, to um, they're, they're, they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. Maybe not right away, but eventually within a couple of years, they're not going to, they, they're going to learn from that, from, from those 20 years between Bradshaw and Ben. They didn't invest highly in the quarterback position. And look what happened. It took him 20 years to be, to get back to, to a, be a Super Bowl contender again, a true Super Bowl, not a contender. They were a contender, but to win another Super Bowl. So uh, uh, it took him 20 years. I don't think it's going to take him 20 years again. Uh, here's one from Thaddeus Kennedy. I like this question. Tony, any chance Belaine starts next season? Uh, yeah, I think there's a great chance because I think, you know, one of the casualties might be Vince Williams. You know, obviously Devin Bush is coming back, uh, but they found out a lot about, about Robert Spillane and Devin Bush's absence. They found out that they might have a player, um, you know, a better athlete than they thought, certainly a better athlete than, than, than guys like Vince Williams and, and, uh, and, 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 and Avery Williamson, you know, a guy who maybe has uh, uh, some upside, more upside than they thought, uh, a guy who can, who can give them more speed alongside Bush, a guy who, who's more capable in pass coverage than, than, than Williams and, and, um, and Williamson were and guys like that. So there's it, a great chance that he starts, I think. I mean, you know, it's a shame that he got hurt at the end of the year because uh, they could have used him. But, you know, I think his, you know, his future looks bright. Um, you know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we, we've seen players like that, undrafted free agents, uh, have a, a nice uh, little run in the NFL and then kind of fade away. But, you know, we've also seen guys uh, get a chance like him and, and, and have 10-year careers. So I think there's a good chance that he's going to uh, start next year. So we'll see. You know, there's a lot of, as our second said, there's a lot of work to, to be done financially for this team. So he might, he might benefit from, from that work that they have to do if they have to move on from, uh, from Vince Williams. Well, Frank Crooker says, Terry, four Super Bowls, two MVPs, and one NFL MVP. Nothing more needs to be said. Not even close. Uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a great big-time quarterback. But, he, but my point was he also made a lot of mistakes. You know, people highlight the mistakes or highlight the, uh, the, the good points because never, they never lost any, any of those games. But he made a lot of mistakes in those Super Bowls. And he was fortunate to win, you know, they were fortunate to win some of those Super Bowls because uh, I, I, don't, I shouldn't say fortunate. They had such a great team that they were able to absorb uh, Bradshaw's mistakes. I mean, he fumbled, he threw interceptions, he threw the, the guys that, that you know, he, he, I watched the Super Bowl 13 game the other day. Uh, he threw a, a first quarter pick to D.D. Lewis, which was no different than what O'Donnell threw to Larry Brown <laughs> in that cow in Super Bowl 30. So, you know, Bradshaw was, you know, he was a great player. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but to, to, to talk about Ben's uh, turnovers in the postseason and not mention Bradshaw's, I think that's disingenuous. Bradshaw had a, had a better team around than, than Ben did, but uh, you know, uh, and people have to remember you know, uh, Bradshaw struggled a lot, especially the first half of his career. He really struggled to, to, to get things down. Ben was much further along than Bradshaw was over the first five, six years of his career. So we can't, if you're going to boil everything down to Super Bowls and nothing else, then I guess that 70s team was the only team that matters because they're, they're the only team that, that won four and didn't lose any. Here's one from Gyro. Terry also had how many Hall of Famers on his team? He's the top 15 quarterback ever, but man, 
He had a better team than Ben ever did. That's right. I mean, we, you know, you can't just open and shut every case with four Super Bowls and that's it. You know, it was a different era. Uh, Terry had got, got, got to keep his team around him much longer than Ben did. You know, Ben played in the salary cap era, always transitioning, always, uh, always roster turnovers, right? Or a turnover. So, you know, you know it, it, it's almost like apples and oranges in a way. Here's one from, uh, let's see, I missed it. Uh, Anthony, uh, Andrew uh, Herman, T, I guess that means me, Tony. When was the last time Stafford had a team? Well, I mean, he had a, a couple of decent teams, but never had a great team. But but Matthew Stafford's going to be 33 in a week. I looked I looked it up before I came on the show. Uh, you know, he'll be 33. You know, is he is he somebody you want to invest uh, in at this time at this point, right? You know, heading into his mid thirties, you know, you're talking about moving on from a guy who's 38 and now you're going to throw a lot of money at a 33 year old. I mean, you know, it's funny how people talk. I mean, on one hand, people are saying, well, let Ben go and rebuild. Uh, and then they're saying, well, bring in his 33 year old quarterback, you know, so which, which, which one is it going to be? I think they're, they're, uh, you know, Closer to being a, you know, I think they're still a contender. I don't think they have to rebuild, but I think, you know, if you're going to move on from Ben, you put a young guy in there and let him grow with the team and, and, and let that defense carry him for a couple of years. Like they kind of did with Ben. They didn't really, they didn't totally carry Ben. He was a difference maker, but you know, they certainly, he certainly benefited from having, from not having to carry the load his first couple of years. Here's one from, Logan DiLorenzo may be better for his time, meaning Bradshaw, but not, but, but he is not better. If you put Terry and now in his prime, his arm wouldn't be strong. Oh, well, strong enough. He wouldn't be that good. Terry was a super talent. I mean, I don't want to take anything from away from Terry Bradshaw because he threw some interception. I was more, I was more uh, defending Ben than trying to criticize Bradshaw. I, I don't want to, because a lot I mean, you know, the, the West coast offense didn't really exist in the seventies, or at least in Bradshaw's heyday. So, you know, if you if you look at a lot of great quarterbacks from those eras, you know they turned the ball over a lot. This is how it was; they had to take more chances downfield. So I don't want to discredit Terry. He had a phenomenal arm. I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves. He had a great arm, maybe one of the greatest arms ever, and he was a phenomenal athlete. I watched the uh, the '79 AFC title game. You know, it was in '80, the, the the last one of the '70s, and he ran uh, for 25 yards on one play, and he looked like a freaking running back. You know, uh, Myron Cope said many times he was the fastest time player on the team for many years. He was an exceptional athlete. So I don't want to discredit Terry Bradshaw. You know, if you put him on this team today, you know, he, you know, it's, it's, uh, or if you put him on those, uh, I think if you put Big Ben in that era with that, with those teams, they still have the same kind of success. And if you put Terry on this, the, the 2000 Steelers and, and the 2010 Steelers, they still have that same kind of success. I think they're both great. Uh, players, but to to you know say Ben choked in the playoffs because he because he throws a bunch of picks and not uh, and not acknowledge that Terry also turned the ball over a ton. <laughs> I think that's that's not fair. Here's one from Cecil Music. This is great. It's like a retro show. We're talking about Terry Bradshaw. Terry said the defense was so good that he knew he really only needed to make three or four big throws. Yeah, well. You know, and to, to Bradshaw's defense, um, if you look at one of the most important stats and for for in football, uh, 
yards per attempt. I mean, his one, his always one, his always went up in the big. I mean, he he was he always had a healthy number in the regular season, but when the, when the playoffs kicked in, he took it to a whole other gear. I think I think I I researched this one year, and I think in uh, in in like one year he was like eleven yards per attempt, which is crazy. So here's one from Jared Devil. Ben will be just fine with a retold line and a good running back. I'm not worried. Yeah, well, I think they're going to address those areas. You know, um, I think they realize they have to address the offensive line. It needs work. It needs it needs to be upgraded, at least uh, a couple of spots. And, of course, uh, uh, running back. I don't think they're going to draft one in the first round. Uh, I think they can wait till the second round. But you never know. You never know. So I think you know, maybe they'll, they'll find something in free agency, too. Who knows? Mark Davidson, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl, Chiefs or Bucks? Um, I don't really have a preference. <clears throat> I mean, the the newness of the Chiefs winning it has worn off. I mean, I think they're they've gone from uh, uh, you know, you like oh, you like to see this team win it for the first time since 1969, and to all right, they're a juggernaut now. They don't they don't I'm not you know they're not an underdog anymore. So either one, I think either one would be a great story. I think if, if Mahomes beats out uh, uh, Brady, you know, it's like a sort of a passing of the torch. Although we said, we said that before with Brady, but if Brady wins after going to the Buccaneers, you know, 43 years old, if he goes out and, and he beats the, uh, the new face of the league, if he, if he beats the guy that's trying to take his place, that would be a great story too. So I really don't have a preference. I just want to see a great game. I just think it's funny that it's in Tampa this year and they're in Tampa but it's, 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 so people think, oh, they broke, they, they finally broke the, uh, the host city jinx, but it's, it's during a pandemic and, and the stadium won't be full. So really, is it much, is it going to be much of an advantage for the Bucks other than the fact that, that they're playing in their, in their home stadium? Uh, travel won't really won't be an issue because the, uh, the Chiefs are going down like all Super Bowl teams do, you know, a week early. So it's not going to be, they're not going to be, uh, fatigued from travel or anything like that. So, the, the, the one time a team finally gets to play in the Super Bowl in its home stadium, it's during a pandemic with, what, there'll be like 7,500 people there. So I just think that's funny. Uh, I just want to see a, a good game, which I, I, I'm pretty confident I will, because I think the Buccaneers, you know, it's all Brady this and Brady that and that offense, but that defense is phenomenal. I mean, they have great linebackers. They have a uh, great pa- uh, pass rush. That's a great defense. And Devin White is – the real deal. So hopefully Devin Bush gets to come back and, and uh, join his, uh, his, uh, his fellow Devin as a uh, havoc wreaking inside linebacker in the NFL. Cause Devin white is, is exceptional. So I'm looking forward to, to this game. I, I don't know how the bucks are going to even at that defense. I don't know how they're going to slow the chiefs down, but, but I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that game. So, and uh, on that note, I think I'm going to call tonight. I've rambled on for 53 minutes. That's pretty long for uh for Friday night, it's almost 10 o'clock. I got to get some, get my uh, shut eye for work tomorrow. But it was uh, it was great talking to you guys tonight. And uh, if you're listening on the uh, audio platform, thank you for uh, downloading both halves of the show. And uh, you have a nice weekend, everybody. And uh, I will talk to you on Monday with Brian Anthony Davis on The Hangover. And uh, until then, uh, go Steelers. Good night, everybody.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.